0: hey guys we are eva and jessica and welcome to our podcast msr files the X files podcast in this episode we're going to go over roland we'll go through it scene by scene and discuss we'll with our own thoughts hope you enjoy
1: directed by David Nutter and written by Chris Rippenthal. Well we know And these notes were brought to you by Tequila. Fair warning.
0: <laughs> the notes are brought to you by Tequila and the recording is brought, brought to you, to you by, by Wayne.
1: Wayne. <laughs> we're doing well. You're doing good. So we open up with the super reading now. I don't know how to say this. Okay. Is it like, because like the name McMahon is print, is like written M-C-M-A-H-O-N. Mm-hmm. So the M-H-A-N-O-N is man. Yeah. This is M-H-A-N. Is it ma- man or is it man? Propulsion. Dexter's oh. laboratory. <laughs> anyway, the super either reads mehan or man. Propulsion laboratory. Dexter's made <laughs> <and laughs> <laughs> Washington Institute of Technology, Coulson, Washington. There's a lot just to say we're in Washington. So we see a janitor in a corridor and he goes over to a door and swipes his key card and enters a code. The lock doesn't open and it flashes red and then he tries again as Dr. Keats patiently waits behind him. The code still doesn't work. So Dr. Keats grabs the key from Roland's. <laughs> Roland. Yeah. He prick. And he's like, let me do it. Absolute prick. He needs to get chucked in the bin. And it's worth noting right away that Roland is autistic. Yeah. Like very autistic. Yeah. And this guy's just an absolute cock. Yeah. Dr. Keats, not Roland. <laughs> so yeah, Dr. Keats is an asshole. Mm-hmm. So moving on with the scene, Roland backed away and knocks over his broom because like this asshole's scared him. Mm-hmm. And then when he grabs his card, Dr. Keats Angley says that you put your number in, then your card. He then asks Roland for its number and he tells him it's 315. He then says, see how easy it is? Like an absolute prick. Yeah. Get, like, oh, get him in the, the bin. I'm so glad you, with absolutely no issues whatsoever, can do that. Yeah, fuck off. Mm-hmm. So he gives this key back and Roland puts it in his pocket. And then we cut to a massive fan and a bunch of dorks arguing about it. <laughs> Yeah, so, listen, if you thought I then all this pish, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean, come on. So, they were arguing about scientist stuff. So, Dr. Sir now stops the massive fan because he doesn't want it, the engine to explode or something like that. And Dr. Nolet says. Well, basically, he grasses on them to Dr. Keats. Mm-hmm. And snitches get stitches, bitch. Yep. So Dr. Nolette basically says, fuck the fan. If we don't show some progress, they're going to pull the plug on us it's to Dr. Sarnow. And Dr. Nolette then storms off and Dr. Keats says he's right and that Dr. Sarnow should have continued the test. Dr. Sarnow, let's just call him Ron. That's quite hard to pronounce when you've had a few lines. Yeah. Say, Ron says that someone's going to crack Mac 5 and he wants it to be them. And he won't jeopardise everything because they, as an Nolette and Keats yeah. want to see their name in print and then Dr Keats says that the prince what gets some of the money and Ron is like fuck you both you can go down in flames but I'm going to do the math so then Roland who's just been standing around apparently says goodnight to Dr Keats as he storms off and he ignores Roland because he's a massive lank a wee prick. so Ron starts doing his math on the whiteboard before going into the room with a massive fan I know it's an engine it's got ah, a massive yeah, it's a big fan, fan yeah. yeah it's a fan yeah so he pops open a wee panel and there's a computer and a keyboard inside there. And whilst his back is turned, the door to the engine room is closed. And it's not an engine room. What is it? It's a, It's what they use like in the Formula One. Air tunnel. Nah, I was going to say air tunnel, yeah. He's all like, what the hell? And runs to the door. And then he goes to the window. That's cool. It looks looks like the little control room where all the computers are. And he sees Roland typing on a computer. Pretty patronising to Roland and tells him to stop typing and open the door. Roland ain't all about that. So he keeps, trying, <laughs> he keeps typing, and the shutters at the opposite end of the room than the engine open up and we see that Dr. Cernow starts getting like blown about a wee bit and then he starts to panic and then he runs over to the fan and I'm like the worst you? place to yeah. go, pal <laughs> the right over to the blades yeah so he goes over there and then he runs back to the window and he's really starting to panic and then like a clipboard goes flying into the engine and like just gets pulverised <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's not looking great for Ron it's right it's not looking good so then he runs to the opposite side of the room where there's like a metal fence sort of thing and he grabs hold of that and he's holding on for dearly Life as he like begins to get sucked towards the engine, and he's literally getting like lifted up, so he's like horizontal. Yeah, getting sucked into. it. So meanwhile, Roland erases Doctor Cernow's equation on the whiteboard and starts to write his own equation crap. <laughs> yeah. And then he just goes back to sweeping. <laughs> and as he sweeps, we see Ron just being yeeted across the room <laughs> yeah, from it's the, the window. Sound yeah, it's like. And he so yeah. Captain. Like bye, <laughs> bye, <laughs> Sebastian. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, and then the opening credits play. So we then open up to the besties as they the walk in a corner. It's very poorly lit. Come on, Marty. So, Mulder asks Scully if she enjoyed the wedding and Scully asks, what part? The groom being passed out or the dog that bit the drummer? And then Mulder sounds asks... Sounds like a great wedding, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Sounds like a fucking balling wedding. Yeah. Mulder then asks if she caught the bouquet because he's so ready to marry her mm-hmm. and Scully's like super fucking flirty back and she's like, yes. maybe, and doesn't tell him. And I am like... Yeah. So, she asks if that's what he can talk about with her on the phone and Mulder hands a file and says that the project that everyone says doesn't exist does exist. Scully looks at it and questions the Icarus project as if we're all supposed to know what that is. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was like a proper conspiracy back in the day. Maybe it the was. Yeah. Project. Like, maybe everyone knew about that. I was only like, I wasn't even one by the time this episode yeah. aired. So I wasn't even born. I, I was born. Yeah, like, you were born. I wasn't don't, born. Don't, don't act like you're that. <laughs> issue, you know what I mean? So Mulder says that, the, that it's the next generation in jet. Engine design capable of doubling supersonic speeds while using half the fuel. Anyway, well, okay, let's pause because <laughs> okay, Mulder's got you here, He does, and he looks fine. He does as fuck. He's a tall glass of water. He's a tall glass of water, and, <laughs> of water. <laughs> and I am. I made a note of that as well. So also, his tie's ex- exquisite. Mm-hmm. But we're... Fo- I think it's the same tie-head last episode that I was talking about. But we're focusing on how hot he looks. Yeah, that's what we're going for. Yeah, and why Scully isn't in his motel room with him right now. Because <laughs> fuck the murder case, this boy is yeah. ridden. <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Scully asks how close they got with their research and on the project, and Mulder says he doesn't know what that Ron is the second person to die on the research team in the last six months. As always, Scully asks how this is the next file, and then adds, does he think it's something to do with UFO technology? And then Mulder wittily replies that there's something unexplainable, but it's certainly not unidentifiable. <laughs> <laughs> The jokes. Thanks. Sure. <laughs> jokes, 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 jokes. But <laughs> oh looks so fucking hot. He right does. Now. He gets away with it. I just can't. And I did a wee keyboard smash just because he was so hot. So <laughs> and then, Respect. But also the height difference of notice yeah. yeah. gives me light. My I beloved is so good. So Mulder and Scully stop at a door and they shoulder badges to a guard. who raise them in and Mulder of course guides Scully in to the of room course. by putting his hand on her back. Couldn't find it. Though. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> she needs she just needs that yeah so Mulder asks for Dr Keats and our scientist points out who Keats is and it was it was a black man well done next but he literally had one line in, and then that was him out it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh well done you guys I guess you ticked that box and, then, like, yeah. and they're like right let's go so Mulder introduces himself and Scully and clarifies that Dr. Keats found Sir Nell, that found Ron this morning Dr. Keats says what was left of him literally cracking the jokes yeah, and like Ron's Ron. knee chunks are so dripping <laughs> blood yeah. on the floor and he's like cracking jokes uh, so Scully asks how yeah. Ron would have been trapped in the window. Tunnel and Keats says that someone must have trapped him in because the door can only be opened and shut from within the control panel. Control room. So they never call it that, but I'm just calling it the control yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I don't think they had a name for it, but Scully confirms that it can only be closed and opened by a computer. And Keats says, Well, he's an absolute prick and he's really short. Word, and He's like, I've already been through this with the police. Like, how many times do we need to rehash it? Mm-hmm. And it's like, Shut the so fuck it may up. So, me, will drop kick you into that window. Yeah, exactly. into that fan in a fucking second. And you start <laughs> reading. Turn this on real quick, you stay here. <laughs> so Scully's like don't be sassy with me bitch because she'll get right back and she asks yes. if it's right that another member of his team died recently too and then Dr. Nolette pipes up who's hidden in the background and he's like yeah it's Arthur Grable who died in a car accident in November and then he introduces the November you were born November was <laughs> <laughs> and then introduces
0: himself and g- is it 92 or is it 93 though? oh you're not a
1: 92 enthusiast are you? <laughs> No, listen. That's the fucking date. So deal with it. <laughs> you will just have to deal with it. I'm sorry. That's yeah. Because I would. Yeah, there's so, the- Air Day and then there's the X Files Day, and that, yeah. that's just like yeah. I keep catching a glimpse of Pedro over there, and it just makes me smile. Own- oh, he's cute. I actually, makes my day every time I look up. i like, ah, oh, I'm like, maybe I won't use that as a bookmark. You just leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go for maybe it. just put some pictures of Pedro around yes. here. You know, we good. Give- that when we dimple that he has mm. one side. Oh, we can't do this. Don't. Right. No, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> I'm three glasses of wine in.
1: <laughs> well, fuck! Is that our third glass of wine? Why are we so drunk after that though? <laughs> I say we. we. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. been training myself <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I've not had any wine this week. Oh no, I haven't. I don't. I
0: don't even know. I had a glass and then I just want to heal it. I had a glass oh, one night, half a bottle the next night.
1: Yeah. Didn't have any last night, just to heal it last night. For functioning. That's what matters. <laughs> as long as you're a functioning at all So Mulder asks... No, hold on. So in November. Yeah. And then he introduces himself Uh he can't help but mention that he's on the project too. He's like, listen! <laughs> I'm on the project too. He's like, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm on this budget. I'm a, I'm a cool Hello cat. Here. I'm yeah. a cool cat in this university. Look at me. What university? I'm not quite sure, but who cares? So, Scully asks if they're sure it was an accident, and then Dr. Dickhead. <laughs> that's Dr. Keats. Yes. Yeah. He became known as Dr. Dickhead in my notes. Mm-hmm as what she's driving at driving at yeah she died in the car, car. Oh, that's, that's not like a the joke, joke they were making <laughs> of, uh, I was like that's a joke that you missed there <laughs> punny so then Scotty points out that their work seems to be the perfect target for industrial espionage then Mulder just fucks off the <laughs> he's like right award. Well, he's like a little <laughs> child a like, child range he's the rains. yeah he reined in so yeah he just pisses off where a word? and then as they're talking like Mulder asks from the, the control room he wrote this equation on the whiteboard and Dr. Nolette says that Ron was working on it before he left. Mulder <laughs> points out that the last line of writing doesn't match the rest of the handwriting on the board and Dr. Keats says, it isn't mine. Like a bright little child. He's like, it's not mine. <laughs> i <Like, laughs> oh, do it. Fucking dickhead, no one asked you. <laughs> Point um, your neck in. <laughs> And then Mulder looks at a file before asking, what about Roland Fuller? And Nolette, what was his first name? I can't remember. I
0: can't remember. He was that unimportant to me and just like, a prick that yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even caring.
1: Nolette is all weird about it and says that Roland is a uh, janitor. And I wrote, like <laughs> well, he's fucking Jeff Goldberg yeah! or something. He yeah. lost for those pauses. It's fucking weird. Yeah. I don't get it. It doesn't work. Mulder says that according to the police report, he was the only person here. Dr. Dickhead says that Roland didn't do that and Scully asks him how he knows and he removes his glasses to be like have some extra sass about him yeah he says that let's just say that Roland isn't exactly a rocket scientist and what a cunt what a cunt yes
0: <laughs> what a fucking cunt he needs to be adding to the knot he needs to be we, <laughs> the, cut him in the next week I'll tell you that right now what I'm gonna cut him into next week. <laughs> yeah, right
1: now. We then cut to Roland and we get a super that reads Heritage Halfway House, Colson, Washington. And I always thought Halfway Houses were just for. Don't leave my notes. I think <laughs> oh, look, no, I wasn't reading that. I was just seeing see the there. jokes before they come yeah. up. I really. <laughs> <Yeah. You're laughs> don't Don't my notes. I just meant you might see some jokes that are written in there that,
0: <laughs> that's, that, right, no, I that's like, my the key to comedy
1: by the way I realised when I wrote notes I would just be like "Yeah," and then I'd forget to be like I mean I say funny I think I'm funny others might disagree <laughs> so I'd forget to like I just wouldn't be myself yeah. so then I thought I'll just write my own little stupid comments uh-huh. in as did, I'm watching I it yeah I was like, and then I'll remember to tell the jokes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I thought halfway houses were just people that come from jail before they went to a normal thing. I didn't realize that the like, halfway oh, yeah. house are also for. I,
0: I, yeah, I don't know because it's like, is it not like you know you have your own private room, but like they assist you with I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like yeah, I like in like I'm the right kitchen right. and like a living room kind of thing. Like you can socialize and stuff. So it's like halfway. Like you've can't, you've got your own place like in this room, but it's still is like shared. In the like a living room, kind of thing? I, I don't know. I can't. Hmm. I, don't, I
1: need to Google it, but I think that's my understanding of it. Yeah. So, Roland is doing some arts and crafts, and he hands it over to a lady next to him and points out that it says Tracy, or she points out that it says Tracy. Is it him or her? One of them points out it says Tracy, and then Roland adds that it's got stars on it. I think it's her. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. like, it says Tracy, and he's like, it's got stars on it. Yeah. And a woman then comes and interrupts him and tells Roland that there's some people there to talk with him, and Roland says, uh oh, as modern scholars walk in and i thought he was like nervous to talk to them mm-hmm. and then he apologizes and he went off the paper and the woman tells him that's all right whilst the height difference in the background are Mulder yeah. and scully yeah. fucking killing me yeah so the woman asks tracy if she'd like to come help her in the tv room and she says okay before leaving her and tracy and roland are so fucking innocent
0: yeah and like, they are all
1: yes i no. love them do we Take this moment now to, because it's quite clear that all the people, well, there's only those two, I think, portraying people with, What what even is the PC term these days? See, I don't know. That's the thing, yeah. I think they're both autistic. I think so. but I don't, It's not never clear, stated. It's clear that both these actors don't have autism and mm-hmm. that there's plenty of people with autism yeah. that are actors that they could have given they could have autism. done it, yeah. But it was the 90s. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to hold it against that because I think the guy playing Roland, and I always forget how to say his name. I love oh, him. Lord, he's Lord. A, he's yeah. in all of... The guy that's done Seven Psychopaths and Three Billboards and Banshees and The Sharon and all. He's yeah. in a lot of his films. Oh, yeah, but I, I can't remember... In Bruges, he's in that. not that right, okay. I can't remember. I love him. He's a great actor, and I think mm-hmm. he does a good job at playing mm-hmm. that's autistic. Yeah. I think his performance is really good, but. Yeah. Is it right? No. Nope. It should have went to someone that's yeah. actually autistic. But it was the 90s. We're gonna just gotta get on with it. So, anyway, Mulder says hi to Roland and then asks if it's alright if they sit down and ask him some questions. So, they ask him about his work and if he saw any strangers around the, the night before and he says, nope. And so he's like, nope. I'm so cute. So, Scully comments that he must like stars as he can continues to stick stars down onto a piece of paper and Roland says 140, 147. And Scully questions what he's talking about and he points out, points out the stars on our Mm blaves. I really like our blaves, by the way. It is. It's really nice, yeah. And Scully and Mulder share a look. For, it's like this is, they're so married, like they're having like little secret conversations uh-huh. with their eyes, like honestly. They are. So they share a look. Mulder's then like, You like numbers too, huh? Yeah. And Roland has a flashback to someone's head being dunked into liquid nitrogen by the looks of it. And then he freaks out and knocks over the jar of stars and goes to start picking them up and starts counting them as he like he picks them up. So he's just like, mm-hmm. One, two, three, as he picks them up. And Scully tells him to let her help her. Let her help him? Yeah. 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 Here, and then Mulder notices that there's numbers written on like several bits of paper. It's like the same numbers over and over again on the mm-hmm. bits of paper that are on the table. And because it's Mulder, he just takes one <laughs> of the of paper and pockets it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he swipes it right off the demo. So the woman, we find out her name, but I can't remember it right now. I'll come up there in my notes. So the woman comes back in, like that looks after them or helps look after them, helps assist them, whatever. So the woman comes back in and asks if Flowland is okay, and then the woman like asks what they said to upset him and then Mulder just puts his hands on his hips because he's a whole Oh. <laughs> looks so good. He does. It's just a good look. So, yeah, she's like, what did you say to him? What did you say to <laughs> him? And you're just like, oh, shit. So we then cut to the FBI regional headquarters in Seattle, Washington, where the handwriting from the whiteboard back at the control room is being projected onto a hmm. whiteboard. Flashback to math class yeah. and in her projector. <laughs> yeah. Good times. And the analyst says that the handwriting is definitely from a fourth person and that the doctor's cursive standards don't match what Mulder found on the whiteboard. Mulder hands her the piece of paper that he stole from Roland and Scully asks what it is and Mulder says something Roland was doodling on at the home. Scully goes to say that he doesn't really think that Roland like had anything to do with it and Mulder cuts her off and... Oh, he's like, he was the only the person in the lab. So, right, okay, s- yeah. stop being sceptic, skulls. <laughs> Just look at the fucking evidence. Scully says, so Scully says that they're talking about sophisticated fluid dynamics. They're talking about sophisticated fluid... <laughs> Christ, too much wine. Scully says they're talking about sophisticated fluid dynamics equations and Roland Fuller barely has an IQ of 70. Mulder suggests that autistic (laughs) individuals display unusual abilities or can often display them. Mm -hmm. And Scully says, yes, but even savants... Savants? What did I say? Say, Even savants behave know. only as human calculators and some other stuff. Again, I was just distracted by how hot Mulder was. <laughs> yeah. So I was not paying attention to, the, to what was being said. I was more like, why aren't you straddling him right uh-huh.
0: now? So <laughs> no, was. The, the
1: self-control is admirable. Yeah. So the analysis pipes up and says that she hates to take sides, but the bottom line is no. She explains that the writing doesn't match up to Roland's eyelid, and Mulder is devastated. He, um, he, he looks like... <sighs>
0: He's hands like on his face.
1: He's just like, "Don't make me look a fucking idiot, yeah. <laughs> i Scully." He's like, "I'm trying Pop to get that laid balloon. here." <laughs> We then cut to Roland in bed having a nightmare and again we see him having a flashback. Is it? Hello? Is it a flashback? Or is it visions? Because it's Dr. Keats being hacked. We <laughs> then cut to the man or man propulsion laboratory building 214 where Dr. Keats is working. He's listening to some rock on a pair of headphones as he sits down at a computer when he hears someone trying to unlock the door. So he pulls out a headphone like just one of them and he turns around to look at the door but it goes silent and you can tell it's Roland because you can see it's flashing red so he's not doing it right at first like putting his key card and going Oh all right okay yeah. oh I've noticed that. Uh, so he's like eh I'm there and goes back to working on his computer so we then see Roland come in and he sneaks up behind Dr. Dickhead and then like Dr. Keats turns around, sees Roland but as he does that he hits him over the head. I don't know if it was his coffee cup or what he hit him with. I'm not sure. Kind of odd him. Yeah I'm so not sure he he drags Dr. Keats to a vat of liquid, nitrogen and dunks his head into it and like Dr. Dickhead like comes to before mm-hmm. he dunks his yeah. head to so he starts screaming yeah. and he's like but he forces his head in. and Roland knows what he's doing because he's already got those big thick gloves on to protect uh-huh. himself from the yeah. nitrogen so yeah he just like dunks his head into the liquid nitrogen and then like he's dead he's has been breached. oh well so and then man, I don't want to say he deserves it but mm-hmm. He's a prick. Yeah, he's that's a prick. why he's Doctor Dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, just Roland just like frozen to the floor, and then we hear his head shatter, and then we see Roland walk out, and he like, steps on his ear, and it just shatters. So next, next, <laughs> no, fuck. we have the best scene, <laughs> the best still <laughs> of a corpse outline yeah. you will ever see in your, your life. life. The fuck best outline out. of a dead body you will ever see on TV. Yeah, Don't it's iconic. It's fucking exquisite. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> So, if someone isn't at File Fest with this tattooed onto their body, yeah, we should get tattooed right yeah, Then I'm gonna be so fucking disappointed. I mean, I'm not yes. gonna be at File Fest, it's far too far away from us. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I want to or see I'm a tweet saying, with yeah. someone on their body. Don't let us down, do it for us. Yeah, do it for us. <laughs> Someone's got the, the Jersey Devil thing yeah. tattooed to them. Probably more than one person, but I know one Probably. person at least in the world has that. So I want to see someone with that tattooed on to them. Yeah, it will make my life like right, that's yours. You want to? I feel like why are we already on to the last bit? wine? did you bring in tequila? I didn't bring any. Oh. Tequila. I've, Got more wine, no. though. How much ran out of tequila? I'm on to my last little dribbles of my my good bottles my dad bought me. Oh, I've been saving. I finished all my tequila when I was here last week. Sweet. Because like I drank, I had, I had a bottle, yeah. and I was like, "Fuck, that's gone."
0: See, I was at the shops the day. I was like, "I would like to have, like, like for mum and dad and Fiona and for you coming, just like a drink bottle of everyone's drink." And I never got it. I was really gonna like
1: when you gave me that soda of wine to take up. I didn't mm-hmm. line to take up that because you said you would you really use it. Yeah, I was gonna be like, I was actually gonna bring a like. I buy, was thinking, I was, that, like, yeah. I was actually gonna buy a bottle of tequila and leave it at your house, because like, I don't want to be like moving into your <laughs> house. Like, you should <laughs> be like, "Oh, this is my pub now." But when you said that, I was like, and i would message back. I was like, "Well, actually, I didn't." Oh, you were coming this week, otherwise we'd have just left it and you'd run to kill oh, Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. we're it. Chalk outline. Although it's tape outline. So we hear Scully waffling on. She's basically explaining what happened to Mulder. Morning, even though it's pretty evident. She's going through like all the scientist stuff. Yeah. Of what happens when you get bunked in liquid nitrogen. I'm pretty sure he knows. Oh, I was going to say we could have went to
0: down the street, but it's almost
1: ten o'clock to get tequila. But we're
0: halfway <laughs> <remember laughs> through the recording.
1: Where they even sell to Scotland? Scotland. Can we just? That's that would probably
0: probably would. Probably too late now because five to ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, book, we yeah. never get there in time no. to
1: buy it. Oops. For all our listeners, you can't actually buy alcohol in Scotland after 10pm, yeah. because Scottish people you can't, be too trusted much. <laughs> yeah. we can't be trusted to buy alcohol after 10pm. You can buy in a pub, yeah. let's clarify that. You can't buy in a shop after 10pm, and you can't buy it again until 10am. We're literally limited to 12 hours of yeah. buying alcohol, because we're so fucking <laughs> irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, and there's a set limit. There's minimum pricing as well. Yeah. Because we drink so because people literally used to, the pub would close and then people would be like come round to my house and they'd go to a shop and buy like a whole carryout yeah. And they would just go We'd on it. and party all weekend. Those were the days. <laughs> the generations before us ruined the <laughs> They ruined for it, us. they did. I can't run into the high street in five minutes and get. I wish I'd mean, thought just, of that earlier. It's just I, know, it's, I wish I'd thought of that earlier. I wouldn't get my so shoes weird. on and my jacket on in time to get by alcohol. It is weird. I mean, so, they're there if you want it. To... I don't farewell on the coloured look- <laughs> liquors. I have, well, there's I need right a wrong. clear liquor. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> White, oh, oh you're right wrong, yeah. yeah I could do that so we'll make do <laughs> yeah so basically she says what's happened and she says she's seen it experimented on a fish before and Mulder says he doubts they'll be performing the experiment on Beekman's World ha <laughs> don't get that joke I don't uh, do it either. must be an American that thing that just
0: reminds me of the if I were a fish I don't if know if the song you but got this, me, yeah it's say
1: look at I that fish, fish shimmering in, in the sun, in the sun. <laughs> I don't know. such a rare one so glad that I caught that one. one yeah if oh, I it. were a you caught me, you'd say, Look at that fish. Heaviest oh, in the sea. sea. First prize if you caught oh, me. Oh, or something yeah.
0: like that. That's oh, not yeah. quite the words, but it's close enough. <laughs> if was watching, I'm so sorry. I keep
1: dropping off. <laughs> well, no one's watching. You will We be listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've just like broken some eardrums. Let's see. Oh, we've got one. It's, uh, Jess. Jess, yeah. Oh, hello. Hi, sorry. Jess. Sorry for dropping the phone. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, i Have put it next to me now, so you're uh, you're, you're not. Jess so be is at be work safe. as well. We're
1: rattling on.
0: Ooh, we had something mm. new join the server.
1: Yeah, like they were on for like a second it? and then they left. Again, it's like it's such. We'd really have to do this in the middle of the night for people in America to be able to listen properly. Mm. Jess is dedicated. I mean, Thank you, Jess. Yeah. I mean, if you're off we'll do the next. Oh,
0: right, we, we well, no, we will record
1: the next one. That's Tuesday, aren't we? So he says this little witty comment, and then he walks off. And Scully sighs. And Mulder asks a detective if the computer that we saw keeps working at the. Night 4 has been dusted for prints and the detective nods and tells Mulder to treat himself. So Mulder hops onto the computer (laughs) and Scully comes to have a look at the no, Jesus Christ. He hops <laughs> onto the computer and he asks Scully to come look, have a look at the files. So Scully comes over and leans over Mulder's shoulder because what is personal space between the two yeah. electronic colleagues? I mean, come on. Not so such he thing. says, K-Man must be Keats. And uh, it must be Keats because Keats is exactly the type of asshole who would call himself <laughs> K- K-Man. K-Man yeah. So Mulder no, tells Scully that the file was turned off at twelve thirty-one last night. Scully points out that another file was logged after 1231 and under the name of Arthur. Mm-hmm. Mulder says it was worked on for nearly five hours, and Scully says it couldn't have been Keats because he was smashed into a wee skull bed. <laughs> Uh like based on the body rigger. And she's like, she's like, <laughs> by twelve thirty, and I'm like, as if it's that fucking specific. I hate need they do in the TV shows, but yeah, we move. So Mulder clarifies if she's if she's suggesting that someone came in, killed Keats, and then hung out for like five hours doing some old work on Arthur Grable's files for five hours. And Scully tries to click on the file, but it asks. For a password, and then Scotty says they'll need the password to find out. And Mulder tells her to, like, very nonchalantly, he's like, try 15626. And she yeah. looks at him like, why? And then he looks so shy about it pretty funky. Yeah, so she tries the password and they get into the file and she asks him how he knew what the password was and Mulder doesn't answer and instead points out that the file is Arthur Grable's work on the same equations that the other doctors were working on and Mulder tells Scully to look at all the entries and points out that someone has been continu- continuing his work for the past six months since he died. Scully's like, bitch! <laughs> don't ignore me! How did you know what the password was? And Mulder pulls out wounds doodle that he's still carrying around By the way, straight at this episode, I fucking love this episode. He was working that, serving looks, serving looks, and so the password was written on that the whole time. So we then cut to Roland in bed again, and he's having another nightmare. As we see two twin boys being separated, as one of them stands on a porch watching the other being forced into the back of a car, and the wounds telling them to wave goodbye. I'm like, wave goodbye. And I'm just like, Oh, this whole thing makes me so mad. So then Mrs. Stody, she was a woman from earlier that I said we'd find out her yes. name. Yeah, that was um, she it, comes yeah. in and wakes him up and asks why he slept in his clothes last night. And Roland looks down at his clothes and he's still in his janitor clothes. And Mrs. Stody says, Let's get you dressed, and tells him he has some visitors. And then again, in comes Scully and Mulder mm-hmm. Roland gestures Mrs. Stody over and tells her that he is not supposed to talk to them. And she asks who said that, but doesn't answer. She then tells him to remember what she they talked about, about being shy and then says that Mulder and Scully are nice people as she looks up at Mulder who gives them a shy, shy smile not a keyboard smash. So <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Scully gets up and Mulder is already going through Roland's wardrobe course and he tells him that he has more shirts than he does and then he picks out the loudest shirt. Yeah, he does. does. It's like a I love it. He tells Roland, he's like, what about this one? Or looking at styling or something the shit like that. Yeah. I'm just like, what is that phrase? <laughs> <laughs> look stylin look stylin or some shit so I Roland is like, "Yuck, your taste sucks," <laughs> and he asks for the green one. And Mulder goes back into the wardrobe to get the green shirt. And Scully asks to talk to Mrs. Stody for a sec. So Scully says, "See you later, to Roland." Very cute. It is. And yeah. she leaves Mulder. And I'm just like, "Why would you leave Mulder?" Than that? Yeah. So Mulder comes out of the closet. No pun intended. <laughs> and he shows Roland the green shirt, and he's like, "This one." And I'm just like, he he can't cope with how soft he is. So Mulder starts asking Roland about his job and if he likes it and he's saying yeah and all this and then he asks him how he got his job and Roland says a man spoke to Mrs. study Mulder asks if it was Dr. Grable and he says yes. Mulder asks if Dr. Grable was nice to Roland and again he says yeah. Mulder then asks when he last spoke with Dr. Grable and asks if it was yesterday and then it's like a few days ago and Roland's like bitch, die. You're not right, you boy. Yeah. So Mulder says he's sorry and Roland's just like meh people die they go away you're not supposed to come back oh shame so we then cut to Scully with Mrs. Stody and she asks if Roland ever met sorry ever mentioned the name Arthur to her Mrs. Stody is well aware is well aware that it was Dr. Grable's first name but says that they never referred to him as Arthur and she doubts that Roland ever even knew that his name was Arthur thank you bitch. Hmm. so as they're talking we see Tracy sweeping in the background and she looks very concerned about this conversation that they're having she does yeah so Scully asks for Roland's file file and past history and mrs stody says that it's confidential and scully tells her she's a g-woman she can get whatever the Fuck she wants yeah. so stop fucking around. Because <laughs> <laughs> the less time they spend in court, the more time they have to help Roland. So we then cut to what I assume is in a library. What I assume is a library. Try that again. And Mulder <laughs> is walking around with his sleeves rolled up because he's a oh. hoe. <laughs> yeah, you
0: mentioned this. I saw a post, right? Go, go, go. Hold on, let me find it. Yeah, get ready for this. I'll wait till you've had a drink of it. It applies. When men roll up their sleeves and show their slutty little thoracic forearms, I wither away like a Victorian man's and ankles for the first time. I'm like, Yeah three.
1: Yes, at Mulder. <laughs> that is him. <laughs> oh, that's so Mulder. Ding. Little ho. Ho! Oh. So yeah, he's walking around with his sleeves rolled up and he tells Scully that Dr. Grable went to the halfway house because he specifically wanted a mentally challenged person. Mulder's words, not mine. Yes. Scully asks if Mulder is suggesting that Grable wanted Roland to use him and Mulder's like, mm, uh, duh, biatch. So then Scully asks if Mulder is suggesting that Grable isn't dead and Mulder is all nonchalant. Like, well, if he had the intention to kill Nollet and Keats and Sir why not set it up to appear like the least likely suspect? Scully holds up a photo of the car wreck and says, By the looks of it, he's hamburger. And can I just say I'm so loving <laughs> I'm loving the empathy in this episode. Yeah. It's really unrivaled throughout yes. the series. like everyone is so empathetic, it's unreal. It's Like unreal. This is the standard we should set for life now. Yeah. To be this empathetic. I mean mm-hmm. to really feel <laughs> The heart of others. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, he's fucking deeding like, What yeah, you for yeah. me? <laughs> unmatched in this. Yeah, so good. Mulder suggests that Grable staged his own death, like Elvis. No. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. the Perfect. Men- time to oh, mention yeah. Elvis. You didn't mention Elvis. I'm like, oh. Chris Carr, you dropped a ball on that one. I mean, he didn't write this, but. Uh-huh. well, least, no, he still him. dropped a ball. <laughs> 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 That by David Garnett. <laughs> well, Mulder suggests that Grable's states his own death, which which would explain how his work has continued for the last six months after his death. Carly reads out Arthur Grable's obituary, and basically the only point I'm going to mention is that he was born in Seattle. So Mulder goes over to some files, and it's like Rowan oh, was born in Seattle too. Oh, no. as if there's not millions Seattle. Okay, exactly. But whatever. So he says that Roland spent most of his life in a halfway house in Seattle, and that there aren't any record- records of him before he was three, which is when he was like put into the care. And mentions that the identity of his parents has been sealed. Scully asks if it says when he was born, and Mulder tells her July fifteenth, nineteen fifty-two. Scully looks at Arthur's file and says that it's Arthur's birthday too. Mm-hmm. So. And by the way, when they're going through Arthur's obituary, it does say like... That his parents are, were well off and everything, wasn't it? So, these yeah. fuckers literally had two twins. Mm-hmm. Well, they had twins, they it, Yeah, two. And then one of them was autistic, and they were like, I'm just gonna hide him away. Yeah. And this used to happen all the time. And I'm like, I hate it. Not only are you, obviously, whoever wrote this saw sort of, a man was like, oh, great, idea. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like, just rip off that, uh-huh. thing. but also, it just it makes me so sad that it does. I, yeah. Like, it's bad enough taking a sibling away, but taking someone's twin away mm-hmm. just because they were autistic and they couldn't deal with. It. Yeah. So it's not sad. Right. So sad. What oh, are you
0: looking at? No, I'm just gonna go on to the episode to see if it had any like sometimes they have like production details and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if it did just to, like see if what it was based on. Oh, my is not working. Potato is slowed down. The
1: potato potato potato. <laughs> well, I used to go potato and my dog used to go nuts briously. I was like,
0: I'm so
1: back. sorry. <laughs> 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 I was just we'll <laughs> oh, wait for them to cover it on next Files podcast because they always yeah. give you the good fun facts so we then cut to Tracy and Roland and Roland's trying to have a fun sorry he's trying to have fun and he's asking Tracy if she wishes she could fly and Tracy's like I have dreams we're married and have a house and he's like slow the fuck down hen <laughs> just asking if you want to fly and Tracy asks Roland if he has dreams and he hides his face and then Tracy says "Like." he can Tell her And asks who Arthur is. He then gets a vision of trying to strangle her, so he gets up and runs away. Tracy gets upset because I think he pushes her over, doesn't he? While he's run, running away, and she's like on yeah, the floor, and she's like yeah. upset and apologising. She's like, "I'm sorry, Roland." And it's sad. I don't know. It's so, sad. I don't know. so Roland runs up to the bathroom and locks himself into the into the room. And we hear Tracy shouting for him, and he carries in the corner as he has another vision of strangling her. And he tells her to go away as she's like banging at the door because he doesn't want to hurt her. Sad. So we then
0: cut to. Have you found anything up? I found out that the person that wrote this episode wrote the, the episode three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why my hand was on my forehead. I was like, no! Oh dear. Pedrito. <laughs> Pedrito, <laughs> what
0: are your thoughts on this?
1: Can we put him on the laptop? Can we bring him closer?
0: Yeah, he's,
1: he's our little. Oh my god, he's so cuddly in this little piece. There we go. <laughs> What? What now? (laughs) The scene depicting the
0: aftermath of Dr. Keats murder with the scattered pieces of his shattered frozen body marked off with multiple chalk outlines has been described as truly inspired. (laughs)
1: It's the most ever I don't know, if it's really inspired. I, I think scenes, fucking no. ridiculous.
0: Oh, never mind. <laughs> Although I suppose Carter noted that any shock and horror was eliminated by the laugh you got when you saw those little pieces on the floor. <laughs> Chris Carr has spoken like three words of sense in his life and it is the <laughs> that <quote> there. <laughs> That's one of them. And the Muller loves Scully and
1: Scully loves yeah. Muller.
0: Oh uh, dear. But yeah, it doesn't really say anything else for the production notes apart from this person who wrote this episode it was oof. It wrote the banger of three. But didn't
1: I thought Howard and Gordon tried to fix three. No, Wong and oh, no,
0: right. Morgan he read, and Wong tried he to would, fix three. He would return And to write, it's still shit and that's yeah. says a lot. He would return to write the second season, episode three which was heavily rewritten by Glenn Morgan and James
1: Wong. Ah, uh, see I knew that and it was still shit. <gasps> and you know of an episode is rewritten by Wong, Morgan and Wong, look at him <laughs> he's so cute as what he's done <laughs> <a little laughs> And look at him. That's, that's the best three quid I've ever spent. I've still not bought I need to find the Link again, you saying right. This is why it takes me so long to oh, audit yeah. edit. Come on. So I can hear his laugh in that vlog. <laughs> picture Pictures you can hear. Yeah. So we then cut to an old black and white photo from the 70s I can only assume it's the 70s And Mulder points out a man in the photo and says, Is that you? And Dr. Nolette says, Yes. And Mulder says, Cool dude," And then nods at the photo. Like, he's just just trying to be nice, but he's just like, Nope. Yeah. Yeah. And then asks what the story is behind the photo. And Nolette explains that a quantum physics professor at Harvey Mudd, which is also where Greywell went, said that in his obituary. Obituary? Obituary? Say the word for me. Uh, uh, Obituary. 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 Yeah, that word. Yeah. So, yeah. So... A professor there flunked him because he challenged a tenant tenet. Tenet Underrated film, I don't like it. That's why I feel he like hates a great film. So a tenant of one of Nolet's babies. He then adds a feedy I later published in Nature. I modern Scully share a little look. Again with the fucking no, little looks little little communicating eye contact. It's okay. Uh they're like, what a fucking door. Such a narcissist as well as <laughs> <up> himself. <laughs> and Nolette goes on to say to get back at the professor they decided to take apart his car and then put it back together in his office and left it running sure which is how you kill someone really yeah (laughs) those fumes that's that's literally how you kill someone yeah it's got carbon monoxide written over (laughs) it Mulder looks at Scully and says, hmm, an egghead classic. I'm, I'm like, Mulder! Sure. Like, <laughs> you know you're a dork and Mulder's taking the piss out of you. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. a dork. <laughs> to which Nolette says that it was Grable's idea. Scully asks if that's R for Grable sitting on a chair and, spoiler alert, it's just Zelko Ivanek. that's why say his name, Yeah, that actor I was talking about before. If he plays Roland, it's just him in a bad wig and a fake beard, and Mm. it's so obvious. But Nolette confirms that it is, and Scotty asks if he was a practical joker, and Nolette says he had a genius for executing elaborate schemes, which just makes us think again that he fixed his death. Like, we're just trying to to spin feed us this idea that he is his death, and he's falling for a (laughs) bitches. So Mulder asks if he could be responsible for making it look like a man with an IQ of 70 is gaining access to and operating his old computer files Nolet points out that that Arthur would still have to be alive to do that and Scully asks if he could have faked his own death Nolet says no, this is like point blank nah, Nah. Mulder points out that the accident investigation was woefully incomplete, the road was dry the car had no mechanical issues and the body was never admitted to a county morgue and no funeral was held (laughs) Nolet says that if they're trying to suggest that Arthur killed Keats and Sarnow and is now after him they're way off, Mulder's face is like oh yeah and uh, god he's looking so hot i had to that again he's <laughs> so fucking hot in this episode that i could not focus for the entire thing because I, ne- I never re this mm-hmm. so i never noticed it the first time through. but i was just mm-hmm. like after watching the last episode yeah no he's alright. the last episode so a couple episodes before it started to look like season two more uh-huh. and then it went back to looking all right and then yeah. this haircut oh <laughs> so, yeah. that was like, so right. Yeah. yeah you're so right Oh, so good. So anyway, we're waiting. I'm Well, then my seat. Anyway, so so Nox <laughs> says I don't understand what my notes say. So Arf, <laughs> so Nox says that Arthur Maybe could have there. committed the murders, and Scully asks how he could be so certain. And then we cut That's to it was not. So we cut to the Avalon Foundation
0: in Washington Institute of Technology, Colson, Washington. Shock, we've been there all the lives. we have wife, so. <laughs> yeah, not moved. We've moved five feet. So Mulder oh, and Scully. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mulder and Scully are talking to a Dr. Barrington. Uh, They're looking at a stainless steel tank, which has the number 18 on it, and it's showing a temperature that reads negative 320 degrees Fahrenheit. Don't know what that is. How much was it? Negative 320. Negative
1: 320? Was that, like minus 100 and something? Minus one hundred and fifty. I don't know. I don't know either. You'll be tripping with Fahrenheit. Ooh, what was your guess? One hundred and fifty. Minus one hundred and fifty. one oh, hundred and ninety-five point five. Oh, that was close enough. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's not that wild. Just get on the metric like everyone else. Yeah.
0: So basically, the doctor's saying, you know, like in this tank is Arthur. Um, <laughs> he's just there, just chilling. Uh, he's been preserved, but because of the damage from his car accident, they've only been able to preserve the head. <laughs> and Scully's that like, well, some head. <laughs> So he's like, wouldn't he be like, he just not, you know, like are we bothered <laughs> that he only had a head? <laughs> by the time he was like defrosted, absolutely, he's see
1: frozen head and something else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes. And then the doctor's like, mm, well, we believe that by the time he's thawed out, science will have advanced enough to clone them. But Mulder finishes it and says, oh, like, you know, you'll know how to clone them by then. And he's like, yep, exactly.
1: Disney plot? Disney? What Disney? I said Disney. Plus. Oh yeah. Oh, Disney cry for frozen. In so he head. did. Mm-hmm. That's a bit mental. Mental. Yeah. Now they have people sharing tanks. That's weird. Wow. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I won't want my naked dead body on oh, someone yeah. else. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, let's let's a yeah. well.
0: <laughs> So yeah, the doctors like, yeah, exactly. They'll know how to cl- to clone new bodies for them. That's not our problem. <laughs> yeah, this technology is progressing faster than anyone thought possible. Well, for us, the passing of each second brings up our bodies closer to death. For our clients, it brings them closer to life. Right, sunshine. And I bet he's a fucking hoon at party. Yeah, like, no. genuinely, I bet he is the life <laughs> of it. Living it up. So as he's talking, Mulder notices that there's like an alarm and a beep and we see that the temperature gauge sort of change between negative 319 and negative 320 degrees Fahrenheit. And he asks if it happens often and the doctor says, no, I've had some problems with Dr. Gable's capsule and the technicians have checked it for possible malfunctions, but they found nothing. <sighs> I can already tell yeah. <laughs> this is a mouthful. <laughs> so Muller asks, is it possible the brain is causing the ma- the fluctuation? And the doctor says, no, but we're looking for the explanation. The patient is in no danger. It remains perfectly preserved as long as there's liquid nitrogen in the capsule. Kelly so asks if they may take a look at Arthur Gravel's records which He gets in the file. And Muller continues to eye up the capsule as if it will speak to him directly and give him all the answers in the world. But it doesn't. (laughs) He's just like staring at it. Like come on. And Scully says, Dr. Barrington, in your conception of future medical science, what requirements will exist to be an organ or tissue donor? And he says, same requirements as there are today. Compatible genetic makeup. It's best if the donors are related. And the temperature indicator fluctuates again and it beeps and Barrington leaves her to walk over to investigate it and Scully calls Muller Overture and mm-hmm. uh, the height difference. Mm-hmm. My beloved. And uh, Scully says that Arthur Gravel, no Arthur Gravel, uh, put down only one donor, and on the form it is Roland's name. And Mulder says Roland Fuller and Arthur Gravel had the same birthday. I think they're twins. Fucking Sherlock Holmes over here. Fucking Sherlock and Watson. (laughs) So they're now, the Besses are now working with a technician in front of a computer. They're altering a photo of Arthur Grable. The technician asks if older or younger, and Mulder has the same age, just less hairy and with better (laughs) 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 icing. Like, all right, all right, mate. And the technician's just like, sooned. And the mustache, and Scullery's like, nope, lose the whole beard. And the technician like, people bap types away. And you are to do I'm sure we said this last week. <laughs> you no, know, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. He's I just like that. I'm just like, i are all bap. He's hitting like... the, mic? <laughs> the mic. Sorry. Watch me
1: wreck the mic. Watch me wreck the mic. And Oh, Andic? yeah. We, we could be dick. But it was actually, oh, I forgot their names now. It was Biker Grove. I can't remember what their names were. Biker Grove. Grove. Brighton Grove. The <laughs> <laughs> Jordy. Johnny Hawaii man, Hawaii man, Hawaii. <laughs> it's breaking down, it's so funny. but let's watch this depressing episode of the last bus yeah. afterwards just to bring us yeah. down Yeah,
0: we'll be crying. And then we can watch some SMTV to watch and Dick. Oh, Lonky donkey donkey. donkey. <laughs> There's a
1: ghost that lives in the radio. <laughs> <laughs> You're the ghost skin. Well, you will be after one night in this house! Oh, I've just got a fingerprint on my glasses. <laughs> no!
0: Oh, dear. Google SMTV Live and Dick. Uh, you you'll thank me for it.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway. Oh, yeah, so the I actually like tighten it, it all disappears, and she's like right next, and then I have you know, saying, by the way, Mulder looks like a whole <laughs> ass meal in this scene. A
1: whole ass meal!
0: No crumbs! No crumbs! <laughs> He's looking good, and Mar- Marty. I've I've made a note of this later. What did I see actually? Because it was Scully's scene later, which I'll point out at the end. What did I see? So uh, I said that Marty was informed today because the lighting in the scene, sensational. It just looks so good. There's no half price pictures and putty on this week, so yeah, yeah. he showed up to work fresh and he put a shift
1: in. <laughs> he knew he was in this week. He yeah. was there. He was present. Yeah. So not recording. <laughs> Oh they my god, go I actually, would yeah. die if we weren't recording.
0: <laughs> so, Mulder then goes on to tell the technician to try some mm. closely cropped hair with a slightly receding widow's peak and to lose the glasses. And then the face on the screen changes and it looks like Roland. And Scully's like, yep, that's him. And Mulder's like, oh, give or take a few pounds. And then I think it, it changes after. It way. looks
1: pretty much exactly like, anyway. They were just yeah. fucking around, wasting yeah. time. I don't know what they, they were need, doing.
0: They need to fill out the 40 minutes. Yeah. So we then cut to the halfway house and Mulder is t- speaking to Roland and he asks him to tell him about his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Roland doesn't respond and Mulder I again mean, is like quite soft. And he's, oh he's like, so soft. He's just quite respectful
1: of him. Yeah. And, like
0: not the way that they're anyone else in there talking to him, like apart from him and Scully. Yeah. I'm just like, oh that's what i Like after one, this it's a little
1: to. problematic, like yeah. oh, this guy. This guy can't do anything. Like, yeah. Mm. That is true bit problematic. Do really pisses me off in this episode? Mm-hmm. And I know why it is it's because David's so tall and it's better for the scene if he's sitting down and she's standing up because they're more on the same level. Yeah. I'm like, she's fucking pregnant and he's sitting down and, know, yeah. seat and she's on her feet. And That's I'm like, true. she's pregnant, let her sit down. Her <laughs> poor little feet are probably aching and swollen and all oh, what a, That's true. That's what really a true. Although this bitch did
0: come after work but the day after she gave birth, so maybe she's like, fuck you, i <laughs> up.
1: I think was more of a pressure thing though. She thought, I'm going lose this job. And she should have felt like that true. in the nineties. She should have true. felt like that. I wouldn't have put that past them.
0: Yeah. So Mulder asks Roland to tell him about his dreams, um, but he doesn't answer, and he says he's not going to tell anybody. Um, but Roland still said, still gives a no response. And Mulder then goes on to say that, like, talk about his own dreams. He says he had a dream last night. He dreamt that he was in a swimming pool and he could see his father underwater. But when he dove down, the water stung his eyes. Um, and then there was another man in the pool watching me. He upset me. He was asking me questions I didn't want to answer. and had to leave. I couldn't find my father. And I'm really like, dreams <laughs> about
1: fucking Scully. Let's he did. be honest. I'm like, mate, why are you, why are you like, trauma dumping? Yeah, I'm like, right. this is not the time. Isn't that <laughs> a therapy session, Mulder? And also, that's not what you dreamt of. <laughs> yeah. We know you're <laughs> Scully, not of your dad. Just like in Dreamland, when he's dreaming of Scully. Yeah. we know. We know. We've been doing. <laughs>
0: Um, so Roland goes on to say that he can't tell him about his dreams. Mulder asks why, and Roland just says they're bad. Um... Don't me telling you about bad dreams? <laughs> no, yeah. um, so Mulder like puts you know, like comfort in hand or like Roland's shoulder, and he says like you know your dreams are bad, Roland. Not you. You're a good person. And then Roland finally just kind of like drops his guard, and he says that you know I hit Tracy. And then nearby, Tracy is sitting at a table with somebody else, and she looks over and looks over her shoulder. And Mulder says, or asks, um, your dream is make you hit Tracy. And Roland nods. And then Mulder sits the back and he just kind of looks like gutted for him. Mm. He does like look on his face and like, oh, shame. Mulder. Yeah. Um, and then he just like randomly sees a remote control spaceship like toy. Mm-hmm. So he goes over to pick it up and he asks Roland if he knows how to work it. And he puts it on the floor and gives the remote to Roland, which he then operates in the ship. Just like, you know.
1: Scootin' a
0: bit, mm-hmm. Scootin' <laughs> a <about, yeah. laughs> I was on holiday once and we were at a canal and there were all these boats like docked up on the side of the canal and one of the boat's names was Scootin' a Boot. I was no, like, what's Oh, classic. That's why i name a boat and forgot it. Scootin' a boat. So Boulder says, so t- t- Boulder says to Roland, so you see how the way that you work this toy, that's what's happening to you. You're the spaceship Roland and your dreams are the controls. So Roland asks them, who runs the controls. And Mulder shows him a photo of Arthur Grable and asks him if he's seen this man recently. So Roland looks at the photo and reacts really strongly he again sees this vision of the two young boys being separated and he he hears the voice saying like you know like say goodbye to roland and then he sees the coffee cup being broken over keats's head he sees cerno flying towards the jet engine keats's frozen head like after he'd been dipped in the nitrogen and tracy being choked so roland then starts to scream and like trash about in his chair and he's obviously react and then Mulder tries to calm him down not very well. <laughs> well <laughs> he, tries. He, t- he tries. He tries yeah but it's like he doesn't know what to do but then Roland runs out the room and Tracy follows after him and Scully and Mrs. Story have heard the commotion and come out to see Tracy following Roland upstairs and again Roland locks himself in the bathroom. So Mulder is heading upstairs with Scully and Mrs. Story. And it says, We need to arrange to keep Roland under under observation. And Tracy is at the bathroom door at this point, like continuing to call out Tom. Within the bathroom, Roland sees a vision of the bathroom window being broken, and then a few moments later, we hear like a crash of sound. And Mulder says that he's trying to get away. So Tracy continues to call Tom. Mulder runs downstairs and out the door looking for Roland, like calling out Tom, but there's no response. Addy doesn't see him. And upstairs, Scully looks out the broken
1: window. All oh, action in the second half. I know. Half. I think that's always the same when you've got the second half notes. A yeah. lot of it's just all like... Yeah. Can't pace. Also, the fact he's got a little UFO remote control. Stop. It was meant to be. Mulder was like, oh my god, I wish I had Yeah. It's
0: like, I need one. So then we cut to the man, man. I'm still not quite sure. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. You read words, but you never hear them out loud. you mm-hmm. like, I need to hear them out loud. Um, so yeah, the propulsion lab. It is in the evening. Mulder and Scully are in the hallway, and Mulder has gone off the phone, and he says that Nollet is gone, and that they should arrange a security guard to find them. And Scully is like, "Mate, no one's going to arrange you with anything once you explain your theory." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You're off your rocker." And Mulder just randomly is like, "You've got a brother, I'm like, don't you, Scully?" And she's like,
1: "Yeah, I got an older one and a younger one." And is this is the first time we ever find out about our siblings? No, she mentioned the brothers before, but it's all of a sudden when oh. she's in a coma. I was like, oh, fuck, we forgot about the sister oh, yeah, that we yeah. never mentioned before. Yeah, that's what it is. I couldn't remember. I think maybe, did she not maybe say she had three brothers? And then it's, here's a brother, two brothers, and then it's, I can't remember, I can't remember. But the brothers change mm-hmm. all the time. But... Yeah, it's not good. Hold on. We pause. We pause for pills. Prescription. Pop pills that don't fucking work.
0: and <laughs> actually they bargain. It's actual fucking bargain. Does so make all your horrible taste? Mm-hmm. Metallic? I don't even know. Mmm, this tastes like feet. (laughs) Welcome <laughs> so Yeah, there you know. we go. Full circle. So she's like, "Yeah, I've got an older brother and a younger one." And Mulder just, just randomly, he's like, "Well, have you ever thought about calling one of them all day long, and then all of a sudden the phone rings, and it's one of them calling?" And she's like, "What the fuck are you <laughs> on about?" <laughs> she's like, "Does this pitch somehow end with a way for me to lower my long distance charges?" And Mulder says that he believes in psychic connections. And evidence suggests that it's stronger between family members, strongest of all between twin siblings that shared the same womb. Why couldn't he have just said
1: that? <laughs> Instead of being like, you've got a brother, don't you? a <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird segue. That is weird, though. here don't know. When you think about someone and then they text you yeah. call you all of a sudden, you're like, well, just think yeah. about you.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. And
0: she's like, okay, maybe. But in this case, one sibling has closer ties to frozen fudge sickle and he does to his own brother and I'm like
1: oh dear <laughs> it's the script with his fucking jokes I made the joke about the popsicle in my notes mm-hmm. and then this came up and I was like do you know what and I was like pretending that she's has on Savage mm-hmm. but she actually makes the exact same joke basically yeah we, we can see how this so person popsicle wrote free. is frozen in America right but then what do yeah, they that's you call, what do they call just a lolly cause we call it a, a lolly, lolly or a nice lolly yeah see I would say your popsicle's like your ice
0: pole I think it's just any a well, like, Yeah. Because they call smarties like... What do they call smarties? Like, you know, the permaviolets that we get. Mm-hmm. Are they not? They're smarties, I'm sure. No. Yeah. No. Like the fizzers. That's what they call smarties. I swear. I have to Google this. I'm like, y'all are off your rocker. We speak this language, chocolate. but we do not. <laughs> yeah! Fucking fizzers! They, they be tripping. What the fuck? They're fizzers and Parma violet. That's what they call smarties. That is well, what are we talking
1: about? I don't know. Come on. I can't
0: oh, oh, remember. Oh, it's been I two seconds. Know, no, no. I can't remember we go on to this. What I can remember. Popsicles. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Popsicles. (laughs) <laughs> oh dear. Here here um, so yeah, we're go- I was going to take a wee break here anyway and say the height difference. Oh, in all caps. All caps. So yeah, it was an all caps height difference. And then Wilder goes on to say that Arthur Grable is not dead. He's in a state of consciousness that no human has ever returned from. And what if that state allows one to develop psychic abilities to a potential that the conscious mind is too preoccupied to explore or believe in? What if, what, if? <laughs> what fucking if? Um, he could use that ability to control his brother to Kill those scientists. You got to have some fucking vendetta? Like come back from the dead and be like, right, bro, taking more to kill them, like, yeah. workers. The I'm, fuck like, out of I'm, here. I'm yeah.
1: taking control of this yeah. bitch. I got some murder to do. Yeah. At that stage, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, peace out. I'll I can't see you later. I can be fucked when I'm alive. Like to, to to come back. Like you that's got, like, your rest ambitions. time. Yeah. Just, uh, I just that is so I can't be bothered. Mad respect. Mad respect. You've got <laughs> water and I don't. And I feel like that's unfair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just going to pour myself water. <laughs> yeah. Help Watch yourself. We had this question last week but we need to hydrate. Oh it. we did! Yeah. This is same last week as well. <laughs> <laughs> Top
0: left and there'll be pint glasses. Oh,
1: that's what
0: I need. Yeah. Help yourself. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Caledonia,
1: You're calling me. Oh. June. I can't remember where I got to. I just thought that salt we had last week with tequila. I don't think I had any salt, did I? I had salt and I have lime. I was like, I don't need lime. I <laughs>
0: really need salt. I was down this straight. I vaguely remember the shot. I saw the Snapchat I was like, oh yeah, the
1: shot. I, I remember pretty much all of last week. I remember it all. I don't when remember... I start drinking wine where I forget. Yeah. So I probably won't remember this tomorrow. <laughs> I remember it all and I wasn't that
0: bad I think it was just the amount I drank over an extended period of time yeah it was a, it was a long time I don't remember being like oh, it was like 12 20...
1: hours plus wasn't it, it was yeah we put in a shift we put in a shift
0: <laughs> it was good yep height difference he's not dead blah 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 um, he could use his ability to control his brother to kill those scientists and Scully asks why like he's been working with these colleagues for years and Mulder says well that's a question only Dr. Nolet can answer and Scully's like, right, let's go. I need to call my brother. Um, and then we see them walking away on like a TV monitor, and we see that Nolette is watching them on the CCTV and has over- overheard their conversation. And it's just such a cutie scene as Mulder's like, well, we have to go find Nolette. And Scully's like, oh, let's go ca- talk to campus security. And Mulder's like, oh, let's go this way. He <laughs> goes to walk forward, and Scully's like, nope, <laughs> this way. And he's just like, oh, <laughs> it's so okay. quick. Oh! It's so So fucking cute. cute. She's just like, nope, we go left. (laughs) He just backtracks and follows her.
1: What? So
0: real. So real. So cute. And then later, we see that No Light is at the Avalon Foundation where Arthur is being stored and frozen. And he says, well, wherever you are, Arthur, I'm sure you'll appreciate this. And he looks like a wee fucking snake. Like He looks like a wee rat bastard (laughs) in this. (laughs) I suddenly remember,
1: that photo is a green snake. I was like... (laughs) Yeah, That's yeah.
0: when you said no, that. That's what came into my yeah. mind. Um, so, Novette wraps like, um, I don't know, like, tin foil, like over a badge or something. It's 11. Um, he swipes it through the reader and he goes up to Arthur's tank and using a pen to avoid the DNA transfer, he punches in the buttons to the control panel and the temperature starts to rise, and then he leaves, and then back at the Mahan, Man I've not figured out yet, Boston Laboratory, Roland is writing um, in a notebook with both hands on either side of the page, or, or the pages, as you say, and the temperature in Greble's tank reaches negative 307, and it cuts back to Roland, and we see him react. And then he continues to write equations within the notebook without stopping. Then we cut to the FBI regional headquarters in Seattle, Washington. Modern going Scully reviewing the case, and Scully reading from a file and says Arthur and Roland Grable, born at, I don't know how you pronounce
1: it, Puget? Puget? Whatever. We'll see. P- p- Puget? Yeah, Where is that? I can't even see it. All, yeah, it top right. right. Oh, Ooh. fuck.
0: Puget? Puget!
1: Puget! Okay. Uh, I can't remember how you said it yet. <laughs> I can't remember
0: how you said it. A Presbyterian to Mr. and Mrs. Lewis.
1: Presbyterian. Presbyterian.
0: <laughs> Is on July 15th, 1952. Arthur was four minutes older than Roland, and uh, she puts down the file in front of Mulder and he says they are identical twins. And uh, Scully says, which means that they are the result of a single egg fertilised by a single sperm.
1: Yeah, we all know this Scully, know. Like,
0: we didn't we know that. The hell yeah. Why I we get it. Know all, all yeah. the
1: time. <laughs> I see that TikTok
0: sound saying, like, well, did you know every fucking thing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you got your PhD! Oh, <laughs> oh since got got degree,
0: degree, and and you got your degree! No, I do fucking think. Think. <laughs> um, um. Oh, Ryan. Mulder says, I've read studies which suggest that in some cases the identical twin arises very early in the embryonic stage where a mutation in one cell is rejected by the other cells as foreign. Skullis says, so that maybe... no. <laughs> Scully says, so that maybe Roland's condition is the result of damaged chromosome rejected by one of Arthur's cells. I mm,
1: don't like that.
0: Uh yeah, don't like that. I don't like that at all. Um, the Mulder goes on to say, in a way, that would explain Arthur's genius and Rowan's strange mathematical gift. And Scully's like, in a way. And then the phone rings, and Scully goes to answer it, and it is Doctor Barrington on the phone, and he says, you know, hey,
1: it's me, mm-hmm. it's me. Hi, the wrong it's me. me. <laughs> at tea time, time. Everybody, everybody agrees. agrees. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, he's like, we've got a situation here. And he's standing next to Arthur's tank, which now reads negative 168. And the she delivers this line, she's like, uh huh. She's like, she's like, a fuck.
1: Jeez, so, <laughs> so nice. yeah. So, uh-huh. at this point. She's realised how hot Mulder looks, yeah. and she's like, "Why are we in a hold. hotel room? Yeah, why are we wasting our time with these fucking darks and our experiment? Leave them yeah. to it. Like, I didn't even jump his Who balls. cares about Mac fifteen? <laughs> Can Mulder's <laughs> looking fine? Take take full yeah. advantage of this.
0: Marty was on four, and she's like, "Marty, you've done me well. <laughs> where yeah, I to go." <laughs> So then, Doctor Barrington says that last night we had a break in at the facility. It's Arthur Grable's storage unit. His internal thermostat has been compromised. Scully asks if there's any tissue damage, and he says that we're trying to assess that now. The temperature's still rising. Something's blocking our access to the cooling program. Scully then hangs up the phone and says to Mulder that someone has tampered with Arthur Grable's capsule, and they're She's attempting seed. to stabilize it now. So
1: what is it? So
0: it's heat. Heat. <laughs> That's all it's there. Yeah, he's just vibing. Vibing. Yeah. He was vibing too hard. Just like headbanging. There's a music in his head. Just bonked on the side. <laughs> so I was like, oh, oh, oh dear. So Mulder then questions if it was an elect. And then we cut to, I don't know why that sounded so weird, like my voice still broke. Can we
1: wine? Yeah, wine will <laughs> mm-hmm. Always helps. If in doubt, drink it me out. It <laughs> <laughs> gets me through.
0: through. Item brew 32. Oh! Yeah, oh, you're that's cuckoo. Cuckoo. I that. I do, I that. That's oh, great. I don't know. You've never lived until you've had some of that. Do you remember this, like, the spicy chew you used to get? Spicy chew
1: <laughs> I want some spicy chew They were so bad, but so good. I'm <laughs> so Fucking bogging. I remember getting them from the wing when we used to go yeah, the wing! Drive me home. What, mm. what? doll? She was the best. Well, she's the, she was the best. She's still alive. She's, she's the, the best. I said she was the, the best. best. No. Was she's like, the best. well. She's still alive. No, so unless know. you're saying she's went downhill in the last years she's not we climbed that hill she drove us she walked up a little bit to get us and yeah. then she had us drink at the moment she did what on, she was legend. like what
0: is jesse drink? and at that point i was like well guinness really I and mean, you
1: should brought you a can of guinness yeah I was like, yeah it was a can was of guinness like, oh. and i got the bomb and like she, i saw her opening a cider for you, year and i was like mm. i had no wine cider but i'm not a big fan of fruit cider yeah. and then she's popped out a guinness and i was like oh my god <laughs> That Guinness She's was the best legend. thing I'd ever tasted
0: after yeah. so walking up and down that yeah. hill. say hill, it's a
1: mountain. It was a mountain. Yeah. Well, when does a hill become a mountain? Well, I can say so. <laughs> <laughs> we walking up that wee hill tonight. Yeah, it's fine. It's going to feel like a
0: mountain after all. This <laughs> it, was mountain. it was funny though because she was talking about it before. She was like, oh, I might like, bring some wee drinks for you. I'm like, oh, that's cute. She's like, oh, what does Jessie drink? And she was, I was like, oh, Guinness. And dad was like, give her one of mine. I'm like, you're so cute! <laughs>
1: What a legend. I just remember being at your Take house it. and your dad asking you to open a bottle of and you couldn't yeah. do it. And I was like, I can do it. And I opened it and he's like, You can come here. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh,
0: Ryan. Good times. Oh, my page will scroll. I'm
1: there. I'm oh, dear. I'm so comfy over here. I'm so far from the mic, though. Can you uh. hear me? <laughs>
0: Is there anybody out there? <laughs> this just reminds me Game. Can you see me now? <laughs> can you see me now? Can <laughs> I- You can me new. <laughs> Oh, I was gonna say, do you want your
1: little blanket? Where's my little blanket? Oh, it's. <laughs> oh fuck! Did I have that blanket last week? I mean, obviously. I stole it after a week. I put I pill on Scott as a joke, didn't I? Yeah. And then I stole it when he left. Yeah. Because I only had a wee top on and I wasn't drinking wine, so I wasn't hot. I was drinking frozen cocktails. Oh, so true. Freezing. Yeah. It's fine. We'll get you when we're done. When we're done. That's a mermaid blanket, actually.
0: It's like a probably mermaid's tail. Rats oh you yeah. Up. You yeah, step yeah. The, good. I can take my wee blanket. It might put you to sleep though. Puts me to sleep. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> well, <that's... laughs> anyway at the lab, Roland is operating the wind tunnel. He's typing on the keyboard and it just looks like I don't know, like it looks uncomfortable, it looks really hot. like sweaty like Mm. he's obviously struggling with something and the temperature in arthur grable's tank continues to rise at the same time and the mac indicator hovers at 13.8 and roland still looks like quite ill he types some more into the keyboard and he asks him well we presume that he asks himself what what is it and he starts to concentrate and the temperature in arthur grable's tank goes from negative 158 to negative 161 and roland continues to type again and the mac reading rises to 15.13 a bell sounds within the lab and Nolet appears behind Roland and oh my god this guy he goes mm-hmm. on to some like fucking rant Quote <laughs> something and I'm just like a oh, load of shit and he's just like eh. <laughs> I'm like whatever mate uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the quote is uh, if i have seen it further than other men it's because I've stood on the shoulders of giants I'm like right fuck you whatever <laughs> and Roland's like nope this isn't yours, and Dr. Nollet, you know, is like, oh, it's amazing, there's this body sitting in front of me, talking, but you're controlling it, Arthur. And then Roland, speaking as Arthur, we presume it says that you took my work, and Dr. Nollet says, what good was your work going to do to you? You finished before, no, you died before you could finish it before you could publish it and then roland goes on to say that it was mine and dr nolent says and a brilliant piece of work too when i saw the writing on the whiteboard i knew someone had found the key mac 15 it was within our reach our futures were guaranteed ironic isn't it you did all the work and i get all the glory so he really was a fucking snake yeah So Roland is protesting this, uh, you know, he's like shouting no, but Nolent produces a gun, and he says, yes, Arthur, I was here working on the intake problem moments away from the solution when you attacked me. So he backs Roland away and sits down, sits down at the controls, and then goes on to say, fortunately, I was carrying a gun after the murder of my colleagues who could blame me. And not again to get into it, but y'all are wild that you can just take a gun to your work. Again, not again to get into it. Let's
1: get into it. <laughs>
0: What the fuck, America? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, so Roland then sees a vision of Nolette flying towards the jet engine and he shouts no in protest of it. So Nolette continues to look at Roland's work on the computer screen and starts typing and he's like, oh, very interesting. Like a wee weirdo, a wee freak, yeah? He's a wee freaker. And he's like, oh, I've cracked it. Like, I've got it. That's it. So Roland picks up the nearby keyboard and smacks him across the head of it. No, Smacks him across the head with it. Knocks him unconscious onto the floor. which. I'm not going to say he deserves, but... You deserve it. Yep. <laughs> Mulder and Scully arrive outside the lab and the security guard lets them in. And does this cute little, like, knock on the door. He's like, let us in. <laughs> Flashes his badge. It's so cute. And the wind tunnel door closes. Nolette inside and at the controls Roland continues his work. Nolette wakes up in the wind tunnel just as the engine starts and he goes over to the window and he's looking at Roland and he shouts, it. he shouts to Arthur to open the door. Mulder and Scully are running through the halls to try and get to look at the control room and Nolette moves back towards the tunnel inlet as the MAC indicator reaches 1.0. Scully swipes a badge through the door and they enter as Nolette grabs the metal grating in the tunnel to try and secure himself against it. And Mulder goes to, c- to the controls but doesn't know how to operate them. The wind speed is over MAC 3.0 and Nolette is now hanging horizontally to the grate. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I had <laughs> to hand
1: movement. It's a podcast, yeah. I see it. <laughs>
0: um, Mulder then screams in his face to Roland. He's like, Arthur, how do you stop it? Like, tell me how. And I'm like, wait, calm down, like, stop yeah. screaming up. And but then Scully steps in, she's just like, right, wait, <laughs> Tim all She's like, Pipe down. Shut, the, yeah, fuck shut up. the fuck up. And then she starts speaking to Roland and she's a lot calmer. And she's like, Roland, we need you to help us. Please, we need your help to stop the machine. Roland again is having flashbacks to the separation of him and his brother, and Scully tells him to try and remember how if you've got to help him or he's going to die. The tunnel is at Mach 4.0. no let is barely hanging on and that wouldn't be a bad thing to be honest
1: but
0: uh, roland has a flashback of the car ca- uh, like driving away with him in it uh, while the woman's voice says wave goodbye arthur what as... A as the tunnel reaches max 7.0 roland goes to the keyboard but still seems like uncertain and then mulder finally calms down and he's just like right, Come on, Roland. And he's like, I can't remember. But then he finally enters a command, and the engine starts to slow as the light loses loses grip. Oh, a shame! Mm-hmm. And he flies down the wind tunnel, but lands several feet several feet in front of the engine. Scully puts her hand on Roland's shoulder and gives him a wee reassuring nod. And the temperature of Arthur Grable's tank reaches negative one hundred and fifty Fahrenheit. I think I'll just a long, slow beep sound. We then cut to a police car in front of the halfway house and Scully says that he'll be held in psychiatric custody for evaluation. So we see that she's speaking to Mrs. Stody, and she asks if he's been charged with a crime and Scully says the DA hasn't made that determination yet. Muller says, but we recommend that he be remanded to your custody as soon as the court deems it appropriate. Mrs. Stoddy asks, How could this happen? Roland Roland never exhibited any violent tendencies, and Muller says that his belief is that he wasn't acting under his own volition. And scholar just kind of like shoots a look, and Mrs. Stoddy is just like, what do you mean? And mother opens a notebook and shows it to her and says that this is the work of Arthur Grable, Roland's brother. It's a new theory of jet propulsion unfinished at the time of his death. In the last two weeks, Roland has completed the calculation. Mrs. Lodi asks how? And mother's about to answer, but Scully interrupts him and says that they're not sure. All we know is that Roland was somehow able to finish his brother's research. And this was the point. But I was like, Marty's on form. Because the lighting of Scully in this scene and like the blue coming out of her eyes. Oh, Oh, blue eyes. I can't go. Lovely eyes. Yeah, so yeah, he was putting a shift in. And then in his bedroom, Roland is folding a shirt and putting it into his suitcase, and Tra- Tracy enters the room. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah. It's so <laughs> go.
0: She asks him where he's going and tells him not to go. And Roland's like, mm, I have to. And Tracy's like, oh, okay. And uh, she's obviously very hurt. She walks towards the door, but Roland calls her back and tells her to wait, picks up his jar of stars and hands it to her and tells her to keep his stars. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so cute
0: and then she's obviously like struggling to try and you know like. you're
1: a jar, <laughs> you're a jar full of stars oh. <laughs> oh, I think I oh, saw you <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't go oh bless uh. them and then Tracy tells him I love you and Rowan's like oh me too and I'm just like oh. although when people say me too and you say love you i
1: like see I love you yeah. too back
0: motherfucker yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Roland passes by Mulder and Scully in the hallway. I like to kind of like gestures to them. We assume to like kind of he's saying like you know goodbye, but he stops in front of a mirror and then like he brushes his hair and stares into the mirror and then he just walks away. And I'm like oh, because he's an
1: arthur. Yeah, and then that's it. <laughs> Um, there we go fans are out there the no ranking are... first oh, ranking
0: yeah.
1: oh my god money let's rank this motherfucker another rank motherfucker I'll rank me motherfucker I've not watched California in ages actually
0: California California, California. Jess coming through with the pronunciation what? I wish I'd checked
1: Huge. Oh! Uh, wish, wish oh I, I wish I'd seen first. that yeah <laughs> oh thank you Jess we're idiots Oh, yeah.
0: As I said a lot this week, I never said I was smart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Almost finished this pint of water. California. Dehydrate. (laughs) (laughs) She reminds me of, I remember my sister, so Becky, Mm -hmm. it was one Christmas, I can't remember how old we were, but she was old enough to obviously go out drinking, and she had went, after work on Christmas Eve, she had went out drinking. Mm Mm-hmm. And she came back, like, late. Well, I think it was only, like, 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Okay. But well, my mom was raging at her, because she hadn't wrapped in her presents, and it was Christmas the next morning, and I think my mom was wanting her to help, help finish wrapping her presents. Right, okay. Yeah. And it feels like a bit of shame, like, just because she's older, like, she's 13 mm-hmm. years older, so she's kind of an adult. My mom was like, oh, what are you doing? So she really annoyed at her. And then I remember Becky being like, come on, come help me wrap some presents, like, mm-hmm. for other people that weren't for us. Yeah. And we are like, okay. And then she was like, give me, give, give me a pint of water. So we got her a pint of water, and then she was like watch this fish drink because <laughs> <laughs> she was so drunk. Yeah, you know? all the time pops back in her head, and we love to remind her. Like watch this fish watch drink. This fish drink. <laughs> love it. Uh, That's brilliant. Right, oh. Emma Rankins. Where are we putting this motherfucker? We'll we start a bomb. Oh, yeah. It's always a good way. Do we think it's better than fire? Yeah. Yeah. Think it's better than space. Yeah. Do we think it's better than gender bender. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Do we think it's better than shapes. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do we think it's better than Born Again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do we think it's better than Miracle Man? Miracle Man holds a special place (laughs) in my heart. He's got the the cancer! (laughs) Got the cancer! Samuel, Samuel. Heals. <laughs> See,
0: I would put it above Born Again, but I wouldn't put it above Miracle Man. Let's put
1: it under Miracle Man then. Yeah. Because even then, Conduits after it, and I
0: wouldn't put it above Conduit.
1: Yeah. Okay, so our top five stays the same. So our top five is Squeeze, Darkness Falls, Ice, Pilots, and Tombs. <laughs> now the fans are out there. What are they saying, Emma? I've good. got it already. Oh, I've got I read it ready for you she's my fault I had it ready <laughs> Twitter's decided to read itself carrying this one so yeah. at home with spiders said I didn't hate it I felt so bad for Roland but the one thing I remember from the episode is the taped outline of the body without <laughs> <laughs> its head it shouldn't but it makes me laugh yeah. it 100% yeah. should make you laugh it's fucking hilarious <laughs> it's <laughs> iconic and it makes me wheeze every time yeah. <laughs> uh, Sing it in. Straight up comedy. Yep. Oh, and then who's this? At incidental underscore ao3 said that shit always makes me laugh. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you do the rest. This yeah. is your thing.
0: At kt underscore kt underscore kt posted a link to one of their own tweets and it says that Roland, in Roland, David got a haircut and looks
1: hot. Fucking David's haircut. Yep. Whoever, yep. whoever cut David's hair. We thank serves you. a you. yeah. We thank you. I hope you're still alive, <laughs> for one. Yeah. And honestly, I hope you're living the best life because yeah. you gave us gave so us a much gift. joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said
0: that Gillian is glowing with pregnancy. Yeah. The monster of the week para- parallels Malagro a bit, but the psychic connection is between twins. I think they could have dug a bit into Mulder and Scully's siblings here. Nonetheless, I enjoyed it.
1: They can't decide how many siblings Scotty and Hodge are, whether male or female, right now. So yeah. that's probably why. Yeah,
0: but yeah, valid. So at a underscore nv underscore says they like the idea of the episode that an autistic brother turns out to be much more brilliant and kinder than a healthy smarter brother, um, as if an evil irony played such a trick on people, showing them who's who in reality. Uh-huh. And then at Kathy G. Kathy G. <laughs> and. Say I love how Mulder talks to Roland with such empathy, and I'm noticing that too. Yeah, um, and how he shares his own experiences and looks to make a connection. Whatever the problem with this episode, is a nice display of Mulderness, and I would agree.
1: Mulderness. Mulderness. Hashtag Mulderness. Mulderness.
0: We need that. Aww, I love that. We need that. Um, and then at PG. No, at PJS Posts says, like, these are their notes from their disability-focused watched. Um, number one, I love that every time a person with intellectual disability is portrayed in the X-Files, they are employed within the community. Um, Mulder could teach classes in person-centered choice-making. Um, Scully, however, is problematic. And we pointed that out earlier. Yeah, everywhere. yeah. Uh, Number four, I'm concerned about the special powers disability trope, but I think the twin connection mitigates that concern. Mm -hmm. And number five, Roland is wise in a way that his brother is only smart. Despite being controlled by his brother, he fights the impulse to harm his girlfriend.
1: And then there's a whole other bit, I'm going to retweet that right now. Yeah. Check that out in our retweets. But I like this disability focused one. Uh-huh,
0: yeah. Next.
1: Next. Um, and then at
0: heart eyes for David says, Mungler is my absolute favourite in this episode and how he treats Roland and empathises with him. Mm-hmm. I like the cute relationship with Roland and Tracy. Yeah, yeah. they're so precious together. Yeah, they were so good.
1: Oh, how Canadian was Tracy? I was thinking that, yeah. <laughs> so fucking Canadian. Yeah. I can't even hide it. I can't remember what she was saying, but it was like, it was so Canadian. That was it. <laughs> This is where I'll get tweets like she wasn't you kidding. Know, <laughs> I was like, well, guess she's a fucking idiot. Yeah, me.
0: Um, and at suede underscore xf says I liked how Mulder treated Roland with respect. Yeah. Scully shows less skepticism than usual. Good episode, but rather slow pace for my taste. Not my favorite.
1: That's right, a writer You don't know it exactly,
0: and I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not a bad
1: episode. Like, I've seen worse. Now that I've remembered I've how been... fine Mulder looks, I might watch yeah. it more often. And yeah. there's a whole hands on hips, sleeves yeah. rolled up, he's serving yeah. legs. He's a little ho- They were like, listen, the script's not all there. Let's make Mulder look <laughs> <Yeah>. an absolute <laughs> fucking whore. Yeah. Let's whore him That'll out for that. all he's worth. <laughs>
0: um, and at Queerdo underscore says, I love this episode because they're so sweet to Roland and I love seeing their compassion and kindness. Yeah. I would agree.
1: I love at Quirrell. <laughs> so good.
0: <laughs> and then at Levy's O'Hara underscore it says, Plot device with her shirt. That is something she would never wear. And S1 really, well, season one doesn't really have any bad episodes.
1: Mm, it had space. It had space. What else was on the bottom of our thing? There were, there were a few. There was a few. But most but, of all, season one's pretty fucking bitching. For, yeah, for a first season of our series, they, yeah. they, were, they were good. They were ink. I think that's last, yeah? Yeah. That's so that's everything. So we see you next time for the Erlenmeyer flask. Sure. That was very slurred. <laughs> we're a few we're a few wines in here, which will be the last of that the season. The and we'll one, be taking yeah. a wee bit of a break after that. So yeah. join us for the season one
0: finale. finale.
1: And remember you can follow us on Twitter at the MSR Files pod or you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the MSR Files podcast, and you can send your emails, including your own paranormal spooky stories. Please fucking send me something. (laughs) I'm sick of asking. (laughs) To the MSR Files podcast at gmail.com, or you can DM us on Twitter, or instagram or whatever and yeah we'll see you next time for our season finale we'll need to do a conspiracy mm. corner Ooh, of really? I, the asshole something we've got all these yeah. little segments that we never That's use we've, we've not done it in a while so mm-hmm. yeah we'll make sure we use them next time and yeah we'll see you next time thanks for listening <laughs> bye, bye.